Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody, to the second ever episode of the Meeting of the Elders. Richard, what's my name? daddy okay i didn't need that um no this is aj and richard and and for, for a lot of you this will be a video version that's been uploaded to patreon uh, and if this is the audio version boy are you missing a lot mm. richard is a little bit further away from his camera than i am so this has the appearance of me a giant man um <laughs> talking to his little pal uh, but that's okay. We 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 have made room for. Oh, Rich is going closer. All right. So this is meeting of the elders. This is our new show where we we go through. <laughs> this is very yeah. funny for those watching the video and the, <laughs> those not insanity. Uh, yeah. So this this is our new new show where we go through sort of the last uh, few weeks of correspondence of reactions to our various episodes. Yep. Um, particularly focusing on the uh, messages we've gotten from our cult elders, which is a tier on patreon.com slash cultpopshare, where if you join the cult elders tier for only $15 a month, you get the exclusive right to jump in a little Discord pocket and talk to us there. You can also send in voice messages, which we have some today. We've got some from our listeners. Mm. And Richard, I thought maybe a tradition of the meeting of the elders... This is how we do a BuzzFeed quiz. No, well, we could if you want to find one, but um, I last the first episode I opened it with sort of a non sequitur about some pop cultural thought I'd had this week, and I've got another one for you. I thought maybe we could open Meeting of the Elders with a general um, pop cultural idea. And this week, I want to ask you Hmm. it's never explained in the film, and I'm not saying I don't get it. But what is with the googly eyes and everything everywhere all at once? Mm. Because it's such a symbol of the film, but it's never really like made clear what their deal is in the film. I wanted to get your thoughts on this before I offer my thoughts on this. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was a fun visual thing. Mm. It's... um. Because how are they actually used in the film? Because they're introduced in a certain way, right? And then they just sort of pop up. Um, Waymond keeps putting googly eyes on things. And then, yeah, they Mm. just sort of pop up. Yeah, well, I guess it's like, it's a symbol of his sort of childish nature that Mm. she um, comes to, you know. Embrace. Respond to. Embrace. Yeah. I, because I assumed that it's because if you put googly eyes on things, you won't forget where you put them. Right. But that's never said in the film, and I wonder if it should have been. Um, also, just so, so people like you like, could understand what it means. <laughs> well, 
um the, there's like the the googly eyes you know it's like a white circle hmm. with a black interior and oh, the bagel yes, is right. a black circle with a white interior the everything bagel the center mm. of the universe sort of thing and so and i think also you know the black and white and the circular motif is also you know yin and yang yeah right nice nice we've been doing this podcast for seven years richard and for a lot of that time we've been doing zoom calls not once have you ever positioned the webcam this way and it's only Mm. on one of the very rare currently episodes that we've filmed that you've decided to do a pretty gaudy shot instead of just a regular head and shoulders when you say gaudy what do you Mm. mean by that i don't think it looks very good (laughs) right okay what do you think do you think it looks good this you you're we're the daniels here bro you're directing i'm directing (laughs) (laughs) wait so what so it's like that and then this Mm. and then this again and then this yeah that's good someone make loss out of that please anyway i will enough of the visual jokes just we got it with us there is a visual component but we do have to respect our audio listeners you know all righty so uh yeah so Uh, we're going kissing booth character do you think you're most like (laughs) i reckon i am most like um let's go um me struggling to remember kissing booth characters let's go her little brother that feels like a relatively inoffensive one to pick what do you think uh well, based on what I find attractive in someone, which is personality, yeah, um, and the word that describes me best, which is smart, okay, and the most important thing for me, which is um, personality and smarts, something else, mm. uh, and the perfect present for a friend or soulmate would be um an experience not a thing mm. and i and i guess you know if i was to think about it just all these things in my mind which is why i'm gonna arrive at the answer yeah that i, I will tell you in a moment but the, the ideal place for a first date obviously for me would be uh you know the arcade mm. and i guess you know if i'm looking for if i'm choosing the kind of friends i want to have I I would say that I want funny ones. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm getting a little bit peckish describing these things to you. So before I give you the answer, I'm just going to quickly choose something to eat. I'm going to go with a pizza. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, just for the fuck of it, I'll just choose a random picture. Just for the uh, fuck of it. I've never heard that before. Have you never heard that? Just for the fuck of it. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I feel like I say that all the time. <laughs> I've never heard it. Maybe uh, it's one of these things you've never said on our Zoom calls, the only places we ever talk. Mm, yeah. No, just for the fuck of it is great. Anyway, sorry to answer your question, I would be Noah. That sucks. Dude. I would be... I'm so sorry. I, I am like the hot, caring Noah Flynn. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I agree with that. You're confident, badass, and a total player. That's <laughs> Even true. though you, you behave like that, deep down you have a lot of emotions and a caring heart, even if you don't want to accept it. People who don't fall at your feet attract you. Only those you love know the real you. 
I don't think you are like Noah Flynn, but out of all the characters in the kissing booth, you are most like Noah Flynn. This is one of those things where you've just got to attach yourself to whatever, like, straight... Like, like I've, I've been pondering over this question recently, which is, what do you think is the sexiest animal? And when I say this, what I mean is, obviously, other than humans, I don't want to have sex with any animals. But a worm is less sexy than a cheetah for example i think so what do you think is you know obviously it's at, if humans are like a hundred percent i want to have sex with humans and the sexiest animal is like zero 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 point one percent what is the zero well, zero so you do still want to have sex with them a little i bit. guess zero point one percent of me does yeah but that was just to right, well, that, that, that percentage is just shot right up why from 0.0001 i was saving maps needs to stop being such a nerd and let people save time okay right well because you just multiplied it i get it i get you're very good at maths richard i was saving time in my oral presentation but but is is saving time really that important when it comes to emphasizing how little i want to have sex with an animal you're probably right you're probably right but what do you think, though? What do you think is the sexiest animal that's not a human? Well, I don't want to have sex with animals, AJ. Oh, my God. This is so boring, Richard. Just <laughs> obviously, obviously, that's the... You don't need to make you don't need to make the joke that AJ kind of wants to have sex with an animal. I'm already doing that for you. I'm already putting myself... Having sex with an animal I'm for already... Me. Stop it. It's This is such a less interesting part of this argu- argument discussion. I'm just, <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm already putting myself out there and being like, this is a weird thing to bring up. You You're don't need to deepen it. You're putting yourself out there and getting rejected by animals. Well... You know, you're I, trying to have sex with them. Every human rejected me, to. so I've moved on. <laughs> uh, I would say that yes, uh, probably humans. You can't pick humans. Why not? I don't, I don't have sex with other animals. This is you are. This is so disappointing to me. This is like. We could have that a I don't fun. Want to, you're disappointed that I, I don't am. want to have sex. With I am. We could have a fun discussion here about like it's like when you play like bang, marry, kill with abstract concepts. Like, mm. like I'm talking like because I feel like most the the worm versus cheetah analogy. I reckon a mm. lot of people would be like, I know what you mean. So I'm just trying to take that to like its conclusion. What is the sexiest animal? Let us know in the comments. I have a feeling Richard's not going to... Richard's going to stand his ground on this subject, so I don't know <laughs> if we're going to get any further. But my answer... Do God, how, how funny would it be, though, if not a single one of our listeners engaged Even un- with understood what I meant. Like, <laughs> I reckon the answer... Do you want to know what I think? The okay. sexiest animal? I reckon it's the dolphin. Uh, probably human. Uh, yeah. <laughs> After all that, you're like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> a dolphin. Interesting. I think the dolphins, like, if is if that... I if I had a gun to my head and someone said you have to use a million, two million words to describe a dolphin, I reckon <laughs> sexy would be the two millionth word. <laughs> <laughs> Just to emphasize how little be. I actually want to. I think sex. you would say it long before that. Well, I'm just trying to illustrate that it's not something I want. I'm just trying to to order things, you know? It's I like, think you would run out of words. 
I don't. I don't think you know two million words. Ah, oh, this didn't have to get any more personal. You're Prove already it. telling me. I've probably Prove said it. two million words. I don't know. No. Start listing words. Sexy. Fuck. God. <laughs> it's the first uh, one I sexy thought of. Sexy. Dolphin. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of sexy, dolphins Richard, an interesting choice though. I feel like dolphins are, are cuter than sexy. Nah, but I guess like. But see, there's. I guess the to me, like, like hairiness is is quite off common in other animals other than humans, which is something that I think I would struggle to get past. Um, and so I'm going for the slender, AJ, slip, you are slippery. Hairy. Yeah, but I. Yeah, but I'm not attracted to myself. I don't think I'm sexy. Yeah, I think I'm fucking ugly, Richard. So your point yeah. is invalid. <laughs> I, yeah, what, what, uh, like a, like a minotaur. So you're going fictional animals that are still or a mermaid, quite human. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a lot of aquatic animals are going to be in the top echelon of the sexiest animals. Because they're slippery and slender and curvy, and I think that that is more attractive to humans than something like, I don't know, a sheep. Despite what bloody Australians would tell you about bloody New Zealanders. So is this the sort of larger pop cultural conversation you wanted to open the episode with? No, you saying? No, I was actually ready to move on when I saw you were not keen to have this conversation. But you, maybe you were because you kept bringing it back. But I guess yeah. I should never discount your desire to make me look like the worst motherfucker on the internet <laughs> given the opportunity. And I gave mm. you the opportunity. So I guess you in did. some way this did deliver some content. I genuinely, if the question is... I think this is going to be this is going to be the new mark. Spectre, but fair enough let it let it rain let it rule if you're listening mm. to, to this or watching this let us know in the discord if the question is what is the sexiest animal that isn't a human i want to know what the answer is and i want to know your reasoning no judgments free of judgments obviously mm. you don't actually want to have sex with these but animals. yeah also like keep in mind that you probably you know why would you want to have sex with an animal correct because you're lonely i don't know the kissing booth <laughs> um the Kissing Booth was a franchise we covered three weeks ago, Richard, uh, and it is one of the worst franchises we've ever seen. Mm, uh, and we asked no dolphins in it. No, not a single dolphin in it. Um, we asked the cult elders uh, for some of their thoughts on the Kissing Booth uh, episode, and um, we've got a few voice messages to go through. So, if you want to open up, uh, Kiss Me I'm Vinny is the name of the email. Uh, we've got a whopping nine minute takedown of the series. <laughs> from vincent lara which we'll put in the episode and you can watch if you're watching you can watch us react to this funny clip let me know when you have it open we'll go three two one and click on the play sign this is this is an improvement from the last episode where i just played you inaudible audio over my phone this was nine minutes of that (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm going to uh google needs to verify it's me god what's the password um alligator too <laughs> no that's not right um <laughs> we can't say it because this is going out fairly unedited on the episode <laughs> okay aj can you please tap oh, oh it's on my iphone 
I've, I've got it as well. Oh yeah, well, it says to tap it on Richard's iPhone. <sighs> Don't ask again on this device. Yes, it's me. Mm. All right. Continue in a new Chrome profile. No, I don't need a new Chrome profile. I'm happy with this one. Good stuff. And now Should have prepared this ahead of time, but we are both determined to make Meeting of the Elders the most like the least work possible for an episode. Okay, so wait Vincent. Well search Kiss Me I'm Vinny. We've had a Patreon poll go up between when he sent the email, yeah. so it's Kiss Me I'm Vinny. Here we go. Alright, if you let me know when you're on the play button. Yep, just uh opening that up now. Cool, okay. Ready? Ready. Three, yep. two, one, play. Hello, you sexy boys. I got Vince there's a problem Marcel playing this audio file. <laughs> Wait, stop it, stop it. I have to download it apparently. Oh, that sucks. Why can't I just play it? That's so funny. Mine played. Well, stop it. Because I want to listen with you. Oh my god, it's 14 megabytes. <laughs> it's so long. It's so big. <laughs> is there no way to just play this? This is bad. This is bad content. Be- 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 oh, wait, I've got it. I've got it working. I've got it working. All right. Okay. Ready? Starting back at zero, zero, zero. Yes. Three, two, one, play. Hello, you sexy boys. Vince Marcello here, ready to talk about the kissing booth. Oh my God, it's As a Hispanic man who went to public school in Southern California, I feel like I'm able to give some real insight into the lives of these privileged asshole kids. Fuck them and fuck their problems. <laughs> it is insane to me that the loving relationship between Elle and Noah is start off with him telling her you were asking for it when she was wearing the short skirt. Unfucking believable. It also made me realize I've never had detention in high school. I don't know. Maybe I was such a square that I never did anything bad to do so. One of the few things that I related to most in the in the franchise was them casually eating in and out while we're discussing feelings about relationships. It's one of the few times I ever saw myself in this franchise. One piece of dialogue I think should have been discussed more is from Tuppen telling Elle, no boobs are worth a broken nose. I argue some are <laughs> worth it. I can think of a few right now off the top of my hand. I won't name names, because this will be on the internet forever, but I will argue some boobs are worth a broken nose. Dolphin Another boobs. part I think is insane is Absolutely. the part where L does a little dance covered in paint inside the boys' locker room. At my high school, there were basically uh, faculty members outside the locker rooms of everyone to make sure people went into the correct ones that wasn't like a boy sneaking in the girls locker room a girl sneaking in the boys locker room so it must be nice going to a school filled with money and they don't care about such rules more shakespearean dialogue in the first film was <laughs> don't end up grinding coochies with my brother amazing why are you thinking about your brother's coochie <laughs> one part of me wishes that the first movie took place in 2017 that way, the scene where where they do it under the Hollywood sign, watch it pan out and reveal it was the day that it was a Hollywood <laughs> sign in 2017. I thought that would have been amazing if they somehow make a cultural significance of her losing it the same day that it was the Hollywood <laughs> sign. Yeah. It's amazing that Elle and Noah thought.
thought they were being super sneaky when in reality they were just doing it on, on every available service imaginable near them. Of course, Lee was going to walk in on them, you freaking hound dogs. Fucking leave room for Jesus. God. Mm-hmm. One thing that I was just laughing at was how at the prom there was a cover of Don't You Forget About Me. And it just made me think, God, do do they want to link this to one of the best like teen movies of all time? The Breakfast Club be like, yeah, we're on the same caliber as them. This is The Breakfast Club for a new generation. Yeah, no fuck that <laughs> one thing i want to read you boys is it from a kindle so if you purchase a book via kindle there's this feature where as you're reading through a book you can see through popular highlighted items that other readers have done in a piece of book usually i use this in terms of my textbooks i buy the the kindle version and as i read through a textbook i see popular highlights that usually means i see other students highlighting things that they're going to use on papers that helps me find quotes to use in papers of mine. So I want to read you some popular highlights for the first Kissing Booth book. I couldn't find any other highlights for the rest of the books in the series. So the only ones that are available are three highlights from the first Kissing Booth. <clears throat> Highlight number one. Noah took stride forward and shut me up effectively by crushing his lips against mine. Highlight number two. Because I want that slow dance with you all by myself. He retorted, Shakespearean stuff. And highlight number three. Before I knew what I was doing, I went up and tiptoe and pressed my lips against Noah. The audiences of the the Kindle version of the Kissing Booth number one, over 300 people found those quotes highlight worthy. (laughs) Sensational. On to the second movie. Richard, the name of Elle and Lee's podcast, gaming podcast is called Game On, and she later boasts about 37 subscribers that they have attained. (laughs) As someone who has co-hosted a podcast that is pretty popular in Uruguay, eat shit, you fucking kids. One thing that really hit me with the introduction of Marco in the second movie is that how small representation there are of Hispanic people in this franchise. Like, yes, Southern California, not known for its huge Hispanic population. But here's this one guy, Dreamboat, Hispanic man with perfect abs, walking in because he's the ideal version of us. Please. I have better abs than Marco. I find it absolutely <laughs> insane that L just in the middle of the school year randomly decides to try and go for Harvard. It is the most absurd aspect. Well, I shouldn't say most absurd. One of the most one of the most absurd parts of this narrative that you just randomly decide I'm gonna try for Harvard. When I saw that, I immediately thought of this one friend I had in high school who was a very good student, very good guy, just you know, straight A's model student guy, and he got up to the point where he got an interview from Harvard, a representative from harvard came to los angeles and was interviewing a bunch of kids from the area and he got an interview unfortunately he didn't get in which i was very shocked by the dude was wicked smart very good you know community service kind of guy very religious (laughs) that's how i met him through a church group and it astonishes me that someone like him who is seemed like the model type didn't get in whereas l someone who defined herself by a man in an essay to to harvard got (laughs) in uh fun fact i dm this friend and he hasn't gone back to me about his experience so anthony (laughs) if you're listening to this 
I hope you're okay. Hope you're doing good. And I hope you're not a super religious guy anymore. You seem very uptight when I would go to church services with you. Hope you're doing okay. Hope you got some pussy. And L. Evans, I'm sorry. You're no L words from Legally Blonde. You can't just get into Harvard. Fuck off. Just want to read you guys the acceptance rates for the various schools mentioned yes. in this franchise. So let's start off with UC Berkeley. Their acceptance rate as of 2020 is 15%. Harvard, their acceptance rate as of 2020, 5%. Now, in terms of being fair, I'll do the acceptance rate for my university. California State University, Northridge, acceptance rate, 51%. <laughs> so, who am I to judge that I got into a university where it was at a flip of a coin that I was admitted? <laughs> Now, spoilers for later in the franchise, acceptance rate for USC, where L ultimately goes, 12.5%. So, fuck you and your privilege, L. You clearly got it based on money and ethnicity. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> now, last and certainly least of the franchise, the third one. I just was done with all these people. <sighs> like, I wanted these annoying privileged fucks out of my life as soon as possible my main thing about the third one is that just creating this narrative about how interested Elle is into video games now she's helping her brother with mario kart and then manifest a live action mario kart um she's still into killer instinct which made brief cameos in the first two movies and now she's really into it one of the most forgotten fighting game franchise of all time the last one was in 2013 and it was xbox exclusive and then ever since then the franchise has been dead and dormant <laughs> in a world of the last of a show highlighting a mortal kombat 2 don't be a kissing booth trilogy highlighting a killer instinct <laughs> it'll do nothing for that franchise i was really annoyed that molly ringwald didn't sell the house fuck she off sell the house. you white privileged people and your problems Fuck these people. And also, how the fuck did Lee get the Dance Dance Revolution machine? And why give it to L, someone who is immediately moving away from their home so that I'm going to play it? <laughs> I mean, sure, she's going to school at USC, so she probably goes home on the weekends, but still just... She's never going to get as much use of that machine as she should have for the price he probably mm. paid for it. Mm. Ugh. And I also laughed at you guys mentioning how they were doing a Harry Potter-esque epilogue of all the characters. As if I care <laughs> enough for these people to see, oh, and all was well at the end. No. Fuck these guys and their toxic relationships. This movie's hot garbage. Thank you for making a great episode on it. Talk to you later. Thank you, Vinny. Right, thank you, Vinny. I made some notes during that. Uh, let, 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 let's hear them. Um, first of all, uh, go Matadors. Okay, what's that'll that? Make, that'll make sense to Vinny. Okay. Um, UC's the University of uh, California State Northridge. Hmm. Go Matadors. All right. Um, one thing that, yeah, I'm surprised it didn't actually come up in the episode, that, yeah, we, this is our second franchise where a character named Al, who by all means, by all accounts, shouldn't apply for Harvard, does apply for Harvard, Harvard and... Yeah, the what? Like it's hard? Yeah, right. It's legally blonde. Yeah, true. Yeah. But there this, is a dog going fucking nuts outside, but it's we, too hot. It, to we all leave it in. We leave it all in. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, no, that's that's a great point. I'm glad that Vinny also brought up um, Molly Ringwald not selling the the beach house um, mm. and uh, or just all these wonderful memories of this this franchise that that I'd erased almost entirely from my memory. Do you have any other yeah. notes? Yeah. Uh, what AJ? What boobs do you think would be worth a broken nose? Richard, I don't want to be controversial here, but I think anyone's boobs, if they're of adults <laughs> are worth breaking a nose for because everyone well, i have boobs aj would you break your nose for me i would i would <laughs> um he mentioned feeling having uh feeling seen when they there's the scene of them watch ahead just eating in and out and i've actually eaten in and out burger with vinny Wow. Uh, Do you I, feel seen in, in Vinny mentioning I feel seen it. him talking about it. Yeah, 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 right. When when I went on my little jaunt to the States little last waltz. year, I caught, up, I caught up with Vincent when I was in um, California. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at one point we was when we were, uh, we just got in our rental car, I think. Mm. And we stopped at In-N-Out Burger. Mm. And I found out it's overrated. It's wow. Like Don't let... America, America hear you say that yeah so so because I, I the first the first food I had in America was Shake Shack mm. and I tell you what Shake Shack is fucking incredible like mm. one of the best burgers I've ever had but then it was like oh we need to try In-N-Out there was a place near where we were staying in Hollywood and we're like we need to remember to go to the In-N-Out we didn't we ended up getting quite a sore tummy hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. For most of the trip. Mm. And then... Yeah, it was as we were sort of leaving Vin- Vinny, we um we stopped it in and out. And yeah, I was like, you know, this isn't as good as Shake Shack. And he was like, yeah, it's not. Like, everyone just likes it because it's the fastest. Mm. And I didn't realize that. But like, I mean, in and outs reputation has made it back to New Zealand. It's like yeah, this yeah. famous thing and all their secret menu items are legendary. But yeah, no, they just... Um, I think I had Shake Shack yeah. in London. I can't remember if it was Shake Shack or Five Guys. Five, gu- five Guys is where you uh, like build your own burger. Okay, it was Shake Shack then. And I got a mm. shake and it was like $40 New Zealand for a combo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my last thing uh, in reverse order from what he talked about is... Did you ever get detention, AJ? I was, I'm glad you wrote this down. Uh, no, I, I never had the detention where you... Um, you go to a room after school. I had mm. take-home detentions, we called them, which were you have okay. to you get given an essay and you have to write out that essay and hand it in the next day. What did you get it for? <clears throat> I got dozens over the years. Oh, right. Just talking like in class. What, what sort of things earn you them? Well, yeah, just talking in class or being disruptive or whatever. Yeah, I got... I can't remember. I don't think we called it detention, but I had one thing so it was like if you got it and so there'd be six periods in a day hmm. two then interval two then lunch then two then the end of the day and depending on when you got your one you would like 
do it so you do it at the end of period two four or six sort of thing for an extended amount of time and or i think you'd do it for like a period plus into that break so yeah yeah it was weird anyway um yeah i only ever got it once it was from miss wilmot who was the only person in my who gave anyone in my class because i was in the I was in the top class, and there are, I, she gave I think three people in our class, including me, detention across the whole of the five years of high school, and so you know I was talking in class or whatever, and I remember I was sitting I was sitting sideways on my chair, so like I was up against the wall, and I was sitting. So that I was like, you know, I was just doing my work. She was doing something on the other side of the room. And then she snapped, turned around and said, I saw that, Richard. And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, don't talk back to me. Get out right now. And made me stand outside for like 15 minutes. And then came back in and came came out. And I was just assuming she was going to be like, oh, you know, you've learned your lesson. But then she gave me this like the pink slip or whatever it was. And then sent me off to detention. You got her this car. <laughs> um, and gave me... Yeah, and so I think that was in period five. So then I had to spend all of period six. And then like 20 or 30 minutes at the end of the day as well. In detention. And it was this thing of like, all right, have you learned your lesson? And it's like, well, I didn't do anything. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> did you not find out what what she thought you did? Do you have any idea? No. Man, I would, uh, I would be it's, so it's, determined it's to been, get to the bottom of that mystery. It's been 15 years or so now. Yeah. But no, like she was one of these people that was like, yeah, she she had quite severe anger issues and would be set off by very minimal right. things. Um, I do remember my friend Josh got detention though uh, one time because <laughs> it's from her when she said, he, he, was, he was being silly or something like that. And then she got real mad at him. She was she was like fucking writing him a lesson. And she said something like, oh, was it that time of day? Is it Josh? And, and he was like, oh, is no. that time of the month? Mr. No. <laughs> and then she was like, get the fuck out. If that happened to me, Richard, I would say to this teacher, I was like, listen, I'll take the detention. I need to know what you thought I did because I am. Mm. Gen- I, I'm not even saying I didn't do it. I genuinely yeah. need to know what you thought I did because I am honestly bewildered by this. Mm. <laughs> um, it, it, it's fun- like, so I, I was filming at a the teachers in New Zealand striked the other day, mm. and, and she it, was, and I was there? thinking about it. Huh? And yeah, she, she was there. there. <laughs> um, I was thinking about teachers because you know obviously we like support teachers and the people saying that it's like you know everyone's got a teacher who changed their life blah blah blah. like everyone's felt so inspired by a teacher i i i I, there's a couple of teachers that i have like good fond memories of but an injustice by a teacher infuriates me in a way of like nothing else because an, an injustice like, it, it, by a teacher is worse than a teacher changing your life for the better. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, like, I'm just saying that it's like... As in, like, it's, it's to, more bad than a teacher being good is good. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have more examples yeah, of yeah. teachers that have... But it's because it is like a prison warden, essentially, that it's whatever they say, it doesn't matter how mm. wrong they are, it doesn't matter anything, they can just punish you for it. 
it doesn't matter how unfair they're being none of this it's like well what are you going to do you are a child i mean i guess it's different now because children are considered special these days but like are they yes i i remember getting yelled at by teachers on the first day yeah yeah because i I, and this this is like to this day and this is one of those things that it's like i will i vow to like never get upset with my children for this is the idea of don't talk back to me people like i remember getting yelled at by a teacher i can't remember what the initial thing was but she said don't talk back and i said i'm not you asked me a question and she said you're still talking back and i said and i was like well no like this mm. isn't talking back. We're having a discussion. And she fucking flipped it. Like one of these things where it's like, I guess she wanted to make a power play on the first day to show that she's not to be messed with. But I was just like, man, what a what I remember an insecure person. A teacher in primary school said something to me and I didn't hear him. And I said, what? And he was like, don't say what? Like, it's so rude. And he pulled me up and he was like, what should you say instead of what? And I was like, pardon? And he was like, no, you should answer my question. And I was like, I didn't hear your question. <laughs> and he said, don't talk back to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, but, like, it is also weird, though, that... So, I, I was I filmed a thing with the teachers all preparing for the strike. And so, it was this, this room of, like, you know, 10, 15 people. was this sort of union of teachers. And they were making their signs and everything. And I was like, I'm 30 years old. I'm the oldest person in this room. Which is crazy. Mm. Because these people were, like, you know, adults. Mm. Like... And yeah, they, they, when you realize it's like, oh, I was being taught by like 26 year olds. I know? was being taught by people that were like less mature than I am now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's. And, and, but yeah, just to have that sort that's that power struggle with a child mm. where you feel like you have to assert your dominance over them. Mm. Um, of course, there was a time where a, a teacher physically assaulted me as well and then uh, threatened me to keep my mouth shut. Um, so have you told the story i think you've told the story on pod probably mm, mm. well we yeah. probably should move to the next people uh, wonder po- why i have issues with authority things. <laughs> <laughs> um on the discord we also got a message about the kissing booth from cheese who said fuck these movies i'll never watch them very good uh, and richard um before we head over to the oscars uh, conversation of which there is very little i did th- i did just remember we had a couple of scooby-doo messages that we uh, let slip through the oh, through yes. our fingers so on patreon josh cole says i'm the marge i just think they are neat about everything scooby-doo except scoob fuck scoob very good agreed josh um and we got a big comment from someone named hayden on patreon as well about scooby-doo that i'll read out now hayden says i was nine when the 2002 live action movie came out and saw it in cinemas absolutely loved it the gags were oh there you go hayden will be the same age as you how does that feel the gags were hilarious and the cgi monsters terrifying recently we rewatched it while waiting in the hospital for a sports injury and it was the perfect mood booster sure the effects are terrible but the 2000 sports injury like um (laughs) waiting in the hospital for a sports injury yeah yeah like they're in the hospital like "Ah, come at me we'll be back we'll be back to injure you in just a moment (laughs) like ah fuck i really need that tennis elbow yeah yeah. get out of here (laughs) i'm sure the effects are terrible but the 2000ness of it all adds to the experience as an australian yes i have been on the movie world ride a few times it's great Mm -hmm. the actual roller coaster bit is thrilling and perfect and you don't like and if you don't like big drops 
uh, perfect if you don't like big drops. Some of the ride relies on a on a dodgy projection of the monsters, and this looks much worse than the film. <laughs> Worst thing about the ride is the line, it's the best to do when the park is quiet. Also saw the sequel in cinemas and didn't really like it. I think I found it too silly, which is probably more a reflection of me at the time. More recently, I kind of watched Scooby-Doo and Batman. I, ca- I say kind of because we put it on for a movie night with friends and found it so boring. That's what Hayden thinks about mm. Scooby-Doo. Uh, yeah, so we also asked people to let us know their thoughts on the Oscars, and we only really got one reply, which was from Cheese, um, who said, I'm glad everything everywhere all at once won as much as it did. It deserved it. I think Kimmel was fine. Puss in Boots 2 was robbed. Uh, what are your thoughts no. on on Cheese's thoughts on the Oscars? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that Kimmel, like, I mean, I think I said this on this episode, that it's like, he's fine. We don't mm. need to pretend that, mm. you know, like, yeah, he gets the job done. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, And we've got a, uh, let's move on to The Purge now, and I'll read Cheese's message for The Purge as well, who says, I've never watched these and probably won't. I think the video game is a perfect idea. So there you go, Rich. I, ah. I've, we've, you know, we're off pod. We've discussed your continue the franchise for the purge, which is not something we often do, but um, mm. we've talked about, you know, spitballed ideas for it. Mm. Uh, and now what we've got, we've got three messages left, Richard. Two are voice messages from Dan um, about um, what is thoughts on kissing booth? I've missed one. Oh, okay. This kissing is, booth Oscars purge. Oh, sorry. It's one. It's one message. Okay. No, this is much better. So we have a voice message from Dan about the, all three franchises, and then we mm-hmm. have what looks to be a rap by uh, Bliss My Dog for all three fra- all three podcasts as wow. well. So let's uh, play this this video message first. For, uh, this voice message first from Dan. Have you got it open? I do. This one's a very reasonable two minutes long. <laughs> All right, let's play I it in three, two, one, play. This is oh, did it Dan again. from Hawaii. He fucking serious. Calling in again. Wait, I think Vincent sent in another message, didn't he? As well for the purge. Ah, <laughs> oh, this I'm on Vincent's one. Okay, where oh, is Dan's dumb one? Frick. Where is I'm doing Control Shift T, Richard, to open up the 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 um recently shut tab. Yep. Um, it's a okay. Yes. No, this is the right one. Okay, ready okay, to play on Dan. Three, yeah. two, one, play. This is Dan from Hawaii calling in again to comment on Kissing Booth, and I just want to say one thing. I want to make sure you address this. Because I was shocked that y'all learned of Wattpad in 2023 Mm. for the first time. I mean, I understand (laughs) it's not exactly the demographic for men in their late 20s, late 30s to know about Wattpad. But I don't know. It it feels like a weird oversight to me. Just very funny to see everyone uh, on the uh, Copopter Discord learn about Wattpad. Uh, The other comments I have is that I think Kimmel was just so bleh. I mean, he can't be worse than Seth MacFarlane. I know Richard and Adrian are going to take up. Y'all are going to take umbrage to what I just said. um, Not at all. Yeah, Kimmel was like a, a dry plain version of that like just toothless which is what they needed i guess 
But it just was disappointing. I, I wanted something a little bit more fun. It was just like, here is a safe joke. Here's another safe joke. And the most insulting thing, I think you discussed this, was when they cut off one of the accepting speeches so they could provide more time for the extremely lame and drawn-out cocaine bear segments. That was just insulting. Uh, my friend and I, in unison, said the words, you cut him off for that, because it was just plain awful. As for The Purge, I haven't seen The Purge yet. I am intensely interested in just watching the Anarchy one, um, and I hear the TV show is pretty interesting. Looking forward to Hannibal, and uh, Aloha means hello and goodbye. <laughs> Very uh, nice. I've never heard Dan's accent more strongly than when he said, "You cut him off for that." <laughs> um, the Wattpad thing. I definitely heard the word Wattpad, but I just didn't know what it was. I had never heard the word Wattpad. There's Ao3. Is that one? That people comment that on my TikTok. I think it's something to do with like sexy fanfic. I don't get it. Yeah, so <laughs> it's interesting because yeah, it's funny that like Dan's saying like, oh, it's you know, it's 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 so weird having everyone learn about it, and it's like, mm, well, if everyone learned about it, then mm. it's not that weird, then, is it? Mm. And, and yeah, our I mean, echo chamber. I think there is just I don't know. Yeah, people, and this this comes up a lot in our fan base is this idea that yeah people people have lived different life experiences (laughs) from you and there's there's a lot of especially you know when when people are talking directly to people who live on the other side of the world from them you know i would just say yeah dan but you haven't heard of alan p but you haven't heard of of buzzy bees and if you go, I've heard mm. of Buzzy Bees. It's like, no, no, no. You don't know no, what I'm you... talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I bet you don't know what a yeah. four square is, Dan. <laughs> yeah. These are all things yeah. you can get printed on your Kiwiana uh, FBOS card design. <laughs> <laughs> but Come yeah, back it, to me when you've heard about pineapple like, lumps. <laughs> like the idea that, have you been following this pineapple lump scandal? Richard, we do not have time to, for another distraction. We're trying to be under an hour on this thing. How okay, long is, so is what, Vincent's you message? You don't want to know. You don't want to know the what is pineapple it? lump scandal. I want to so know. I lumps, want to spend hours on it. What is it? Tell me. So pineapple lumps for those so those international listeners are like a, a quintessential New Zealand candy. So they're these sort of like a little bit more tough than a marshmallow, but very yeah. similar to a marshmallow. Pineapple flavored, coated in chocolate, and they're mass produced by um, Pascal. Pascal's, I think. And there was a, I can't remember the name of the company, but a more sort of artisanal company that was like, oh, these are handmade, you know, pineapple treats sort of thing. They're, they're just their they're artisanal versions of pineapple lumps. They're like, they're handcrafted with the best chocolate it was discovered, found out, I believe, oh, there was. it started on TikTok and then One News uh, continued it, that they just buy pineapple lumps and coat them in their own chocolate. Wow. Yeah. That's fucked up. That is <laughs> fucked up. Richard, we've, we've got it. How long is the second message from Vincent about the pitch? Do we know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have a look. Uh... It's called Purger. I hardly know her. All right, let's have a look. This is what's Vinny what's Vinny got for us this time. <laughs> um, let's get a 
Uh, this one's two minutes. So. Okay. You ready to play it? Yes. Three, two, one, play. Hey, sussy bakas. What's up? So I've play. never seen any of the All right, I'm starting movies. again. Why? <laughs> because I can't play it. It's not playing. Are you fucking serious? Okay, I'm ready. Three, <sighs> two, one, play. Hey, sussy bakas. What's up? So, I've never seen any of the Purge movies. They never really appealed to me. My only real memory is that I was um, still in high school when the first one came out, so it was all this, like, word of mouth. Oh, you gotta see it, you gotta see it, it's so freaking cool. And I, I just looked up the trailer, I'm like, eh, doesn't really look like my type of thing. So, I never really got into it, but I do know of the aesthetic of like you know the led mask the the messed up you know u.s propaganda imagery of it all and i thought yeah this seems like a low budget thing that would go on for a little while one of the main things i've thought about is like what i would do if given the opportunity to participate in a purge and out of all the things you know downloading a car um threatening someone for free health care during purge night i think one thing i i would try to do is like find the household of like an old bully of mine and just mm. take a shit on their <laughs> lawn or something something like that i i can't think of me doing anything else because i would be scared that someone else would murder me if i like yeah. tried to rob a bank or like try to steal something very valuable so i do find it hilarious how that one director would gladly show the first purge movie to aliens if they ever visited you're a freaking idiot <laughs> if you think that would help our case of like why you shouldn't like invade us or conquer us mm. but i started to think what would be it. some movies i would want to show aliens if they ever came to us so the first ones off the top of my head would be your name encino man end of evangelion and creed 3 that would be the mini movie marathon i would give to aliens if they ever invaded us because i think that would show various aspects of our society whether it be our dedication to unfreezing cavemen our dedication to finding a long lost love, our dedication to mm -hmm. dumb anime bullshit, and Creed 3's fucking awesome. I love it. Anyways, <laughs> thank you for listening. That's a good uh, talking point. What what movies would you show to aliens? I wouldn't show them Evangelion. <laughs> I think that would <laughs> confuse them. Probably scare them. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I mean, it's, I'm, I don't think I have a particularly interesting answer, but I'd... Maybe it's a wonderful life, like something like about the triumph of the human spirit, that sort of thing. Um, maybe like um, I don't know, Rocky. Rocky would be a better one than Creed Three, I think, to show to an alien. Mm. Creed Three, I haven't seen it yet, but it sounds like it needs a lot more context. <laughs> no, it's it's kind of like a sort of starts starts the franchise again a little bit. Mm. I would show them the Zapruder film. <laughs> is that the jfk assassination film yeah. <laughs> i'd show them images of 9 11 yeah that's all <laughs> yeah um well we've got one why don't we end on this richard this is our, our gonna be our last correspondence this is a email from bliss my dog called 
Uh, bliss my dog's groovy slam poetry cult elders cringe very this is what you know what this is what cult elders is all about this is this is this should be a selling point to those listening or watching that this these episodes are your chance to get us to say whatever you want us to say <laughs> you know like you can make us do a rap let's do you can it make us say something stupid like we want to fuck a dolphin <laughs> yeah that's that's my excuse that's why that came up mm-hmm. um bliss uh says can you alternate reading lines like some sort of rap battle thanks um and says hey these are my thoughts on the oscars they were really kind of boss sirs all right do you want to take the first or second lines uh you go first all right you would have to be a dunce to not vie for everything yada 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 at once the acting awards were not dumb jack just about all of them with some kind of comeback did you mention the little mermaid trailer in the middle of the ceremony not gonna lie it felt like a total phony the kissing booth more like the ki- the missing tooth <laughs> let me just say i wanted to read it i went to the library but the results i wanted i did not heed it I wanted to compare and contrast the book and the movie. I thought maybe it would be kind of groovy. But nope. Anyways, the Pope. Moving on, let's discuss The Purge. The movies made me want to make my younger self with my younger self merge. And by that, I, th- I mean, I think the conceit of the films is the opposite of neat. I haven't seen him, but the idea people would want to start committing crimes for the rest of the year if they have a single free day to do whatever is completely idiotic. I don't care how the film's hand wave this contrived, heathenistic, <laughs> Ian's word of, word of the year, uh, plot point away, but there ain't no possible way that it's even remotely possible, flawed conceptually and dumb. Blah, 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 blah. I'm typing this on my phone, out my thumb. P.S. What would the purge be like in the Scooby Doo Doo Shoop Shabop universe? Also, would Twilight? What would Twilight be like if Bella and Edward met at a kissing booth? Make sure to watch your tone sent from my iPhone, dude. Clicks fingers, snaps fingers. Um, nice. this this interestingly, this rap has an example of my least favorite type of joke, <laughs> which is he couldn't think of uh, a rhyme. Bliss says, but nope. Anyways, the Pope, uh, the Pope is mentioned for no reason. And what it reminds me of, Richard, is actually um, say if someone were to say a word in which a, a semi famous character shared a surname with and you were just to randomly say like let's like say saying like paul mezcal yeah no why no, no that's said, a good joke if someone said mezcal i'd be like yeah cool we're talking about paul mezcal but if someone just said specter as in talking about a ghost and then someone said mark specter a character from a show everyone's forgotten about then i don't know i don't like it um, i think that's funny also um ian Mm. Did you not, like, read this in your head as you were writing it or anything? Mm. The meter is all over the place. (laughs) Uh, Bliss says, what would the purge be like in Scooby-Doo universe? I guess that the Scooby-Doo gang will get a night off because they don't need to arrest anyone. They don't need to pull Mm. off any any masks. Maybe Um, because we talked about how, like, you know, we want to see the day after the purge. mm. And... Yeah, maybe it's the Scooby-Doo gang yeah. solving <laughs> mysteries. And lastly, what would Twilight be like if Bella and Edward met at a kissing booth? I don't think Bella would sign up for the... I don't think she would go to the fundraiser. I think that... Neither would Edward, actually. 
No, I think they're very similar characters. Probably based on Kissing Booth's probably based on Yeah, but Bella's not Bella's no nothing like Al. Al is very like outgoing and Al's a sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and Bella is like, wants to stay in her room all the time. Sexy like a dolphin, and she was sexy <laughs> like a dolphin. Uh, that that is our cult elders episode, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you liked it, then please consider following us on Instagram and Twitter at Cult Popshire and um, joining the Discord where you can get involved with this sort of stuff. And of course, the Patreon, where not only can you uh, give us stuff to play on these cult elders episodes, but you can also contribute to the post-credit scene, which is coming up right after this music ends. Richard, it's been a pleasure. Meeting adjourned. Welcome along to the post credit scene. This is a segment at the end of each episode where if you donate $5 or more over at patreon.com slash you get to give us something to talk about in this, the post credit scene. Richard, who's it from and what is it? Sam Page says, what are the most famous films that no one realizes are part of a franchise? I would uh, say the, to, the yep. answer to this is going to be ones that people don't realize have sequels, you know? Yeah. Uh, 2001 but, A Space Odyssey has a sequel yeah that's a good one a chinatown yeah chinatown yeah 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 um i'm trying to think of i'm trying to think if there are any that are that are a sequel that people might not realize are a sequel right well that when we did it's a wonderful life for the cop option movie club we found mm. out that it has like a really shitty like 1980s sequel or spin-off that focuses on the angel yeah co-produced by tvnz <laughs> that's right yeah. what on earth <laughs> um it was called clarence i think with yeah, um, robert yeah. carradine or yes. what the yes. the carradine from revenge of the nerds yeah yes whichever one that was um movies you didn't realize were sequels hmm science of the lambs is kind no, of a... see we, we'll talk about this next week is, and I haven't seen it, but is Manhunter not... Is it not that Silence of the Lambs is like a reboot? or like a, uh, Yeah, it's, it's like an adaptation of the book to sequel to. I don't yeah. think... Because everyone... Oh, we'll talk about it next week, but I don't think... I think Silence of the Lambs is the first in the series. It's just Manhunter is technically a Hannibal film, so we're watching it. Mm. <laughs> the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly? Yeah, that's a good example. Um, what any, any other examples you can think of? Uh... What else? Um, this literally came up in my brain the other day because I saw a movie and was like, huh, that is a sequel. I bet no one knows about that sequel. <laughs> but no. now I can't remember what it is. Well, maybe we can, it can come up uh, in the next Cult Elders episode in a month's time. That's a good point. See you later, Bye. everybody. Bye.